0: Welcome to AM Now, where we bring you the trending accounting matters we're following. I'm your host, Adam Olson, and I'm joined by my co hosts, Nicole Harger and Matt Fisser. Each bite sized episode keeps you and your finance and accounting teams in the know. Join us each week as we unpack these issues, topics, and accounting matters now. You're listening to AM Now, an Accounting Matters podcast. I'm your host, Adam Olson. And I'm Matt Fisser. While this week is a bit lighter on the accounting and reporting front, we do have some updates to share from the PCAOB and key areas of focus as part of their 2023 inspection plans. In addition, we have a brief update from the SEC on reopening the comment period for one of their recently proposed amendments.
1: We'll wrap up our discussion this week looking back on some of the accounting issues many have been wrestling with following the recent fall of Silicon Valley Bank. So let's kick things off, starting with the PCAOB's plans for their upcoming inspection year.
0: Yeah, so earlier this week, the PCAOB staff released a report sharing their list of priorities for 2023 inspections. Recent audit quality concerns among public accounting firms were highlighted by the PCAOB. In fact, the most recent PCAOB report last December highlighted a 25% increase in audit deficiencies year over year, which is troubling to the oversight body. PCAOB Chairwoman Erica Williams recently spoke on the inspection plan, noting increased efficiencies in 2021 inspections and increased comment forms in 2022 inspections revealed a troubling trend in audit quality, which we are tackling head on in 2023. By staying ahead of new and emerging risks, our inspections plan will hold firms accountable
1: and drive improvements in audit quality for investors. Key areas and issues were highlighted as priorities the board will be focusing on. These include risk of fraud, auditing and accounting risks, risk assessment and internal controls, financial services-specific considerations, broker-dealer-specific considerations, M&A, including DSPAC transactions, digital assets, use of the work of other auditors, and quality control, particularly talent retention and its impact on audit quality, and independence – Also, other areas of inspection are critical audit matters, cybersecurity, and use of data and technology in the audit. When it comes to selecting specific audits for inspection, the PCAOB will continue to select some audits of public companies and broker-dealers for review randomly while selecting others based on a number of risk factors. The report highlighted some of those risk factors this year, and they will include entities affected by volatility, Fortune 100 companies, and entities with significant digital asset activities or M&A activities. While the inspection plan directly impacts registered audit firms of public companies, public company accounting and finance teams may also feel the impacts of the PCAOB's plan as their audit firm increases the nature, timing, and extent of auditing procedures around these highlighted areas. And we know what that means. This increased scrutiny will create additional work and burden for accounting and finance teams during their next audit cycle.
0: Moving along. The SEC announced recently that it was reopening the comment period for its proposed amendments to the definition of exchange by providing supplemental information. The reopening release reiterated the applicability of existing rules to platforms that trade crypto asset securities, including so-called DeFi systems, and provides supplemental information and economic analysis for systems that would be included in the new proposed exchange definition. The reopening release also requested information and public comment on crypto asset securities trading on such systems and certain aspects of the proposed amendments applicable to all securities
1: as part of reopening the comment period sec chair gary gensler highlighted that the release would help address comments on the proposal from various market participants particularly those in the crypto markets mr gensler stated make no mistake many crypto trading platforms already come under the current definition of an exchange and thus have an existing duty to comply with the securities law Investors in the crypto markets must receive the same time-tested protections that the securities laws provide in all other markets. I welcome additional public comment on all aspects of the proposal in light of the information in the supplemental release. The public comment period will remain open for 30 days after publication of the reopening release in the Federal Register.
0: And finally, it's been a little over a month since the world saw the quick fall of Silicon Valley Bank here in the U.S., Since the fall, many have speculated around the accounting for investments held by the bank, particularly with held to maturity debt securities. And for those that need a little refresher here, let me explain. When a bank designates debt securities as held to maturity, the asset is reflected at its amortized cost on the balance sheet. Unlike other securities and investments, for example those designated as available for sale, the investments are not remarked to fair value each reporting period in other words gains or losses on the securities are not realized until the securities are actually sold the rationale for this accounting treatment is that the company should not benefit or be penalized for temporary market changes since the securities are intended to be held for a long period
1: designating a security or investment as held to maturity can only be made when specific considerations are present for example the bank should demonstrate the positive intent and ability to hold the investment to maturity If a bank sells any held to maturity securities, they will find themselves needing to reclassify those securities as available for sale and potentially take a big loss on the securities they didn't sell. Critics of the current accounting treatment for held to maturity securities highlight that the amortized cost treatment can artificially make a bank's balance sheet look far better than what the market reality may be.
0: Yeah, that's right. In the case of silicon valley bank a significant portion of their assets were in securities designated as held to maturity the value of those assets fell over time as we saw a rapid increase in interest rates here in the u.s when interest rates increase so quickly relative to when the debt securities were issued what the bank ends up holding as assets are worth less to, to potential buyers and as we saw with silicon valley bank When the bank suddenly needed capital to meet its liquidity demands, they had to sell off those securities, which was problematic when the price they sold them for was less than the amount recorded on the balance sheet. While some investors, analysts, and even other banks are raising concerns around the current accounting for held-to-maturity securities, there is no current project on the FASB's radar to look into the issue. However... As the FASB has done with other emerging issues, stakeholder feedback can help shape the future priorities of the board. And that rounds us out for this week. For a deeper dive into what's trending in accounting and finance, check out our other podcast on the Accounting Matters feed on your preferred listening platform. Again, I'm Adam Olson. And I'm Matt Fisser. Thanks for listening to AM Now. We'll We'll see see you you next week. week. This podcast is for general informational purposes only. Embark makes no representation or warranty as to the accuracy or completeness of the information contained in the podcast series, and it should not be used as a substitute for consultation with professional advisors. Information discussed in our podcast may also be superseded by new guidance or as new interpretations emerge. Listeners are cautioned to carefully evaluate any relevant, subsequent, authoritative guidance issued.